Welcome back, everybody. This is the Black Wash Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Larry Sampson, with my co-host, Destiny Johnson. Today, we're going to talk about how COVID mandates are affecting the workplace. And we have two very public examples that have happened within the recent weeks. First and foremost, there's the Kyrie Irving situation. That's the one where most people are probably familiar with. And me, as a Brooklyn Nets fan, the one that I am most concerned with. So let me kind of break it down, and then we're going to get your your opinion on it, Destin. Okay, so Kyrie Irving is a basketball player for the Brooklyn Nets. And just recently, there was a state mandate that required all employees that I believe that work inside to be vaccinated. And Kyrie Irving refused to take the vaccine. And initially, it was his position, and I believe it was the team's position as well, that he would only play away games that take place, of course, outside the state and simply would continue not to comply with the state regulation and therefore would forfeit all of his game checks, uh, home game checks. However, recently, the Brooklyn Nets came to the decision that they would not allow him to participate at all unless he was vaccinated so that he could participate fully. Destiny, what are your thoughts on it? What's your position that the team has of saying, hey, we're not going to let you like just play half of the games? And what's your position on Kyrie Irving? And then I'll give my opinion after you give yours. Well, I just want to clarify. I don't believe that it was the team's position that, oh, he can't play because he's not vaccinated. It was just because they had to comply with the New York State requirements. So it's like he was unable to because the requirement was in New York City that you had to be vaccinated. So that's why he was going to initially play away games and not home games. But since he wasn't able to practice with the team, he just could not play at all. No, 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 no. I just want to clear something up. If they wanted to, he could have still played away games. He wouldn't have been able to practice, that's correct. But he could have still went and traveled and played the away games if they decided that that's what they wanted to do. And at first, that looked like that that was going to be the approach that they were going to take. But however, eventually they said, no, either just get the vaccination and participate fully, or we don't want you in the building because we don't want this one game you're here, the next game you're not. We didn't want to deal with that. So that's actually their position. So what? how do you feel about that position and Kyrie's position? Well, as far as the team, I feel like they're taking on a great risk because as a team, you want your team to be able to perform at their best. And if he's one of the best players on the team, they are paying him and he's on the salary to win the team games. So for the team, they're taking on a huge risk by, you know, making him sit out and just sitting on the bench where they could be paying another player that's actually winning games. But it's my understanding that he's not even getting paid also. So it's a huge, um, that's just like a huge inconvenience for the team and that institution, which is the Brooklyn Nets. But as for him, I want to say is I feel like it is absolutely his choice to get vaccinated. That's putting something into your body, taking on a risk, not knowing how your body is going to react to that. And if he is having questions or concerns about vaccination, he's well within his rights to refuse to do that. And 
I mean, it gets to like a little blurred line there because, you know, it's interfering with his ability to make a living and a life for himself and his family, but also, you know, putting his health in um, his life at risk by getting the vaccine. So, I mean, like, I definitely um, salute him for, you know, standing up for himself because he obviously feels very strong about this situation. But at the same time, he's a basketball player and your job is to be a team. And you are also, you know, letting down your team. I, th I think, no, I think that's a very fair point. <clears throat> Let me first start by pointing out some potential bias I might have. As a Nets fan, I've wanted us to trade Kyrie Irving for Ben Simmons for the past couple of months. So I would just want to, you know, expose that part of the bias. But let me start by saying, I think both sides are acting 100% in the right way. And this is what I mean by that. There's a lot of people who spread these conspiracy theories about the vaccine and they believe it's not safe and this, that, and the other. And then they end up just simply complying for one reason or another. And it's like, well, if you thought all the stuff that you heard was true, then why would you put it in your body? But here you got Kyrie Irving, who has clearly went down the rabbit hole and found so many things that has made him skeptical about the vaccine that makes him think that it truly will be detrimental to his health. And he says, hey, I'm willing to forego hundreds of millions of dollars to not put this in my body because I don't fully believe in it yet. And I think that's perfectly within his right. And I'm and I said, hey, stand on what you believe. So I'm proud of that brother on that end. I'm also proud of the Brooklyn Nets because it's like, hey, we're paying you so much money to be a part of the team. Every other player has took the vaccine on the as part of the team. We're not going to allow you to do this half-ass. We I play this game out of state. I don't play the next game because that doesn't help us get to our end goal. This is how. X amount of people on our team are feeding their families. It's a serious job. If we don't win, people lose jobs. And it's like, hey, we don't want you half in. You're either all the way in or you're all the way out. And so, like I said, I think both sides are handling it completely appropriate. And I applaud both sides. If I was Kyrie Irving, I would say, hey, I'm not getting the vaccine. I'm not playing. If I truly believed all the stuff that I was hearing that it could have these serious adverse uh, effects on me. And if I'm the team, I'm saying, yo, like, we're not going to pay you all this money for you to be a part-time player. So I think both people are acting correct. And I, and I ask people to emulate this both outside of the public sphere. And what I mean by that is you have a lot of people who say, it's my right not to take the vaccine. 1000% it's not. But it's also the right of your employer to decide what they, what kind of work environment they want to have. And if they feel like you not being a vaccinated, being vaccinated is a threat to the safety of their other employees or to their bottom line and could affect the profits that they can make, they need to act accordingly as well. So both people are free to say, hey, I'm not taking it. And your employer is free to say like, okay, if you're not taking it 
and there's no other option for you to work from home or do this other thing, then we got to let you go because I believe it's in the best interest of my workplace and these other people and their families that everybody in the law and everybody in this office be vaccinated. So I, like I said, I applaud Kyrie Irving. I applaud the Brooklyn Nets. And I think both sides are acting in what they believe is their best interest and are completely consistent with the rhetoric that they're saying. So God bless them. I want to make one more comment about Kyrie Irving because I'm not a huge sports sports fan, but I hope that he is making this decision because this is what he believes in. And it's my understanding that he's doing this for other people who want to stand up and against the taking the vaccine and, you know, doesn't have the ability and the will to stand up like he does. So, but this is also what I feel. So I hope that that is really his intention, but even me not being a sports fan, I know that in the past, Kyrie Irving has had excuses for not playing games. I don't know if he was just sitting out longer because he had some injury and he was cleared to come back and he didn't want to come back or something. So I hope that this isn't a cop out for him being lazy and not wanting to do his job. So that's just what I want to say. I could have that wrong because again, I'm not a sports fan, but I believe I heard something similar to that in the past. No, 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 no. That's certainly a fair critique. And he he's definitely, he's a flat earther or whatever they call the people who believe earth is flat. He's always been kind of a centric character and he's kind of out there. The one thing I also want to say though, and this is from somebody who's vaccinated and believes that people should get vac- vaccinated. I hate when somebody makes a personal decision for their health, how they get quickly labeled as being selfish. Kyrie Irving's record speaks for itself. He has so many he's done he's donated to so many no i'm not saying that no no i'm not saying i'm not i'm not saying that's what you're saying i'm just putting this out he has donated to so many charities charities hbcus to help students graduate when george floyd died he paid for i believe either a house for one of the family members or something like that he has donated millions and millions and millions of dollars this is his actions are not consistent with somebody who's just a me, 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 me person and who's just a selfish, narcissistic type of person. And I think people are labeling him as that when he's simply somebody who I think is genuinely concerned about the potential, the potential effects that the vaccine, vaccine can have on his body. And I think that's fair for him. Even if I don't agree with it, I don't think it makes him selfish from considering those per, those potential downsides of the vaccine and saying, hey, I'm, I'm relatively young, I'm relatively healthy. If I get it, I'd rather ch- test my immune system versus this more so than get the vaccine. And it's just like, I feel like he should be within his right to make that decision. I'm also fine with the state mandate. I'm also fine with the Brooklyn Nets' decision. I'm fine with all that. I think everybody is acting, you know, the way that they should in this particular situation. And like I said, I commend him for staying on principle because a lot of people have principle until it comes to their dollars. And I don't care how much money you could say. Oh, that was me. That was me. I'm not afraid to say it. I was like, I don't know about that vaccine, but then it's like my job was like everybody needs to vaccinate, and guess what? I need a job. Exactly. And here's the thing. A lot of people want to say that they're willing to stay on principle and everybody, somebody will look and be like, well, he's rich. Of course he can stand on principle, yada, yada, yada. I don't give a shit how rich you are. Hundreds of million dollars 
you notice that when and this is how it works in the NBA. They put your t- they put uh, they put your salary in your bank, so you see it. So you he's going to check his bank account and see those hundreds of millions of dollars and everything he violates, every no show. They take out large sums of money because now he's in violation of his contract and they just take it out, take it out, take it out. And I don't care how much money you're making, seeing all that money being taken out and still saying, yeah, nah, G, I'm not doing it. That's somebody who believes in, in what he's saying and more power to him. But now on a similar note, there's a football coach in, uh, from the University of Washington State named Nick Rolovich and a couple of his assistant coach. Forgive me not for not going into their names in particular, but they're at the, like I said, they, were, uh, they coach at Washington State University and he was fired because he refused to take the vaccine. There was a state mandate that required all state employees to be vaccinated. And he said, I'm not taking it. And some, a couple of his assistant coaches said that they're not taking it. And the university decided to fire them. And now he's suing the university. Let me just start by saying in this particular situation, I agree with everybody's actions, except for the football coach when he decides to sue them. And this is why I say that. Now, if he's suing them, my understanding is he's suing them for wrongful termination. And I have a problem with that because one, I don't think he particularly has a case, but I'm not a lawyer. I'm not in a position to say that. But because generally speaking, your employer can fire you for pretty much damn near anything. However, with the exception of a few narrow exceptions. However, you know, if there was something in his contract, which they were in violation of, then maybe, and him saying, okay, I was supposed to get severance pay. It says, if I get fired, I'm supposed to get X amount of dollars. And they're saying, well, because you're kind of forcing our hand, we're not going to pay you. If he was suing, and I'm not saying that those, those are the facts here, but I'm saying that was the facts and he was suing them on the basis of a contractual dispute, I would be all for it. But it seems like the sole basis is uh, for a wrongful termination. And I think like, if you're like Kyrie and you're just standing on principle and you're willing to take what comes with it, by all means, don't get vaccinated. But don't just think that like, okay, well, I'm going to be able to control the workplace and control the law and be able to say, well, my employer says I have to get vaccinated in order to keep my job and I'm going to not get vaccinated. And then I'm going to go bitch about not keeping my job. I feel like it's got to be either or. You're either standing on it and willing to go look for employment elsewhere or you got to comply. But don't try to have it both ways where say, oh, well, I'm not going to do what my employer says. They fire me and now I'm going to be upset that they fire me. Destiny, what's your thoughts on that? The former plaintiff attorney in me would be like, we don't know what the terms of his, you know, work contract was, which you stated. Absolutely. And then also... Do we file a complaint with the EEOC? Like, is this a discrimination matter? Because you're discriminating against me and I lost my job because I'm unvaccinated. So maybe he does have a little bit of grounds to sue. Because even if you think about it, which is a little bit murky and it makes you have questions like maybe Kyrie Irving or this former coach is if you're vaccinated, you're protected from symptoms of COVID, not COVID. So he's essentially putting himself at risk 
not being vaccinated because he would be susceptible to um, complications of COVID. But he's not getting it. We don't know if it's a religious purpose. What is the purpose? There could be so many other grounds. But I do feel with the school, like I said about the Brooklyn Nets, about trying to comply with the federal regulations or the statewide regulations of having everybody vaccinated. But then too, I wanna know, I have a lot of questions about these cause I can't even, it just the whole situation just depends because how are they getting this information that these people are unvaccinated? Do they ask for proof of vaccination? I know my employer can't do that. So I, I just wanna know like, where is all of this coming from? You know what? That's that's a very fair question. I think I think the issue, which might be slightly different, is I think it might be different from schools. There might be the law. I would have to read into it because it's a university. And the reason why I say that is I know I can't stand up for my classes right now in law school until I show proof of vaccination. They they will not allow me to sign up or have to get some type of waiver. Now the only way I feel like he would have a case, and I still don't even know if this is a case, I still think they could fire him, is if he had some sort of thing that could qualify as a disability that would specifically make taking the vaccine for him in particular more dangerous. Mm -hmm. And I think if that was the case, and then he said, hey, I have such and such disease, and if I take the vaccine, it could kill me, or yada, 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 and then they fired him under those grounds, I think you could potentially have a case because then it, there's there's a disparate impact between the people who are in his who have this condition and people who are physically able to take the vaccine with no other complications. So I will say that. But like I said, I, I don't want to be presumptuous, but my thought is it's probably different for universities and they probably can outright ask you whether or not you're vaccinated or require you to show proof of vaccination. Because while the, oh, no, the university hasn't asked me if I was vaccinated, they're requiring me to show proof of vaccination in order for me to sign up for classes, which, and I know that was a hot bet. Like that was a highly discussed area before schools were adopting it is like whether they should make that COVID the same type of, you know, requirement, but it's always been my experience since I was a youngster that schools would require you to be vaccinated. They would say, come show me your A, vaccination record, or B, the waiver, why you didn't get it. Was it religious purposes? Was it health purposes? And, and that would be the reason. And my guess is probably if it was for a religious purpose or if it was for some type of health purpose where he could have got a, a doctor's note or something like that, maybe they don't terminate him because the state allows him to continue to coach. So that that's, like I said, that's in the weeds of that conversation. One thing I will say is unless they're doing it for publicity or they're getting billable hours, if, they, if his attorneys have taken his case on a contingency basis, which I don't know that to be the case, but I'm saying if that were to be the case, they probably find some way of them thinking that they can win it. Like I said, unless they're simply trying to gain publicity by, you know, looking as if they're staunch advocates for well, people. And then too, it would just be unethical to pursue this without any probable cause. 
But I mean, of course, I'm probably sure that they are finding some ways that they're requiring employer employees to show their employers proof of vaccination, because we even know that essential workers like nurses and doctors now are being required to be vaccinated. So these essential workers are getting, you know, let go of their jobs or terminated. And, you know, the government has now shown us that they're not so essential and they're actually disposable. But it's really weird because I feel like we were in need of doctors and nurses because the hospitals were so full. It's just like a whole bunch of contradiction all over the place. A lot of these people I call in the vaccinated world, look at these people as if they're crazy or if they're conspiracy theorists. But I would have to say, it should be telling when you have a lot of people within the medical field who are like, yo, I don't want to get this vaccine. And I'm not just saying people where it seems mm -hmm. like it'd be plausible politically, because there's a lot of people who maybe they're, they're uh, right leaning and they're Republicans and they're saying all these things because it fits with some sort of political ideology. But I know people who are highly intelligent individuals who are um, they, they lean Democrat and they're in the medical field and they just say like they're they have no reason to quote unquote not believe it but just off of a principle that they don't believe in taking any vaccination that hasn't gone through its normal course of review by being approved by the FDA in normal course of action they're saying like yo normally it takes x amount of years we did this in such like hyper speed that me being younger, I would I would prefer to, you know, take my chances of getting it and seeing if my body is able to fight it off. So like I said, it doesn't necessarily mean you're some like uneducated conspiracy theorist because you're hyper or skeptical of it. I'm saying there's certainly people who fit that description, but there's other people who are very intelligent who are just simply being more cautious. However, let's transition into another very, 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 very disturbing story that I heard. And that was that in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, there was a man, I believe the gentleman was homeless. I don't even know why I called him a gentleman, this son of a bitch. Opposite yeah, yeah, he was the opposite. There was a guy on a train who was apparently trying to talk to, you know, somebody on the train a woman on the train she rejected his advances and he decided on the train to disrobe and to disrobe her and sexually assault her on the train and what makes this story worse is apparently while on this very full train people sat back and did nothing for eight whole minutes some people even recorded it and like before we get into how disgusting that is, maybe they were just trying to do get evidence or whatever. And for eight whole minutes, this woman was sexually assaulted, and eventually uh, a worker. For, for how long did you say? I believe eight minutes. Uh, a worker for SEPTA, it was just, I think it's the Southeast um, Pennsylvania uh, Train Association. I think it was longer than that. 
but I, I, I believe it was eight minutes. I might be misquoting, and if I am, forgive me. But then eventually an employee for the training station called the authorities. Destiny, what is your thoughts on this story? Like, I don't even want to mention this guy's name. I will eventually, but my Lord, what's your thought on that? A woman can't even get on the train and go home anymore without somebody trying to sexually assault her. First of all, I got this notification over the weekend from Yahoo, and I was just like, Okay, it's just levels of this whole story. So first it's the actual act, the actual assault, the rape, which was just like, and then it takes it a step further that this was in public, like public transportation. So it was like, even people having sex in public to me is just like, damn, y'all don't give a fuck. But to do, such an egregious crime in public. It was just like, what? And then for the next step, it was people, like not a person, multiple people, women and men standing around watching, witnessing this take place. So it was just like, and this was going, I, that's why I believe that this was going on for several times. It was for a long time. It was for a prolonged period. That's when finally a worker had came in and then called the police. And it's like, you said they were recording for evidence. Like, I don't think that at all. I think people were recording to put it on social media because why else would you want to see this? like something so horrific take place and to not even be like, hey, stop, or hey, like what is going on? It's just so many questions, which, makes, thing, me also, which makes me also question whether or not this was an actual rape. I know that this woman is saying like, yes, she was, but this guy is saying that it was consensual so it just makes me question, like, they would need to talk to all of those bystanders who are around recording this because it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, what I would say is, first, let me let me clarify. I didn't say that they were recording it for, um, for evidence purposes. I said that could be a possibility. So I didn't want to attribute mal malice to a point where I couldn't prove. I didn't want to say, oh, these are somebody who's getting some sick glorification of a crime being committed in their face. Theoretically, they could be saying, hey, in the event that they need proof to get this guy, let me get, you know, video evidence. I mean, of course, I think most people know trains have cameras and stuff like that. So there wouldn't be an, a necessity to do that. But some people may not know that. So I didn't want to attribute the malice to where I didn't necessarily have proof that it was malice. But that's not to say that's what I think was taking place. Secondly, this Fiston Nagoy or whatever the fuck his name is, that's the guy who allegedly you know, um, committed the rape or whatever. This guy is so sick and depraved. If it's true, now, if, now I'm seeing, I'm hearing he's claiming, as you say, that maybe it was a consensual sexual encounter. I don't know. I wasn't there. But if it's true that he was truly raping this woman in, in the open on a train, what in the hell does that say for, for either his mental state or where we're at as a society where somebody would be willing to do something so brazen 
in public and think like, oh, it's okay or whatever. I know that he, I, I heard uh, in a report or something that maybe he was homeless. Maybe he's trying to get arrested. Maybe he wants somewhere to stay. I know it's starting to get colder. It's October. It's getting colder in a lot of places. Maybe he's like, well, fuck, arrest me. Let me get somewhere to sleep. Let me get food or whatever. Let me do something crazy or something like that. But like, I don't even want to begin to imagine what has to be going in the mind of an individual who would think that doing something like that is okay. That is just so disgusting. And I just wanted to get your opinion as a woman. And I know you drive and have your own transportation, but when you hear stories like this, does it make you less willing to go places alone at night or do certain things? Or do you, does it make you hypervigilant or take certain precautionary measures to ensure your safety? Cause as a male, I cannot relate. I think that's so crazy and I absolutely like encourages me and makes me want to have some type of weapon to like defend myself because literally you're safe nowhere and what in the world this is like something that would happen in a movie that people would stand by and just watch this go on and that just shows you how desensitized we are as a nation that the first thing that we think to do is just to record it with our phones and not to try to get someone help. It's disgusting and it's concerning and so just ridiculous. And, and I also want to speak to who, with whom I think are, are responsible for doing something. I don't expect a little old lady on a train to intervene. I don't expect her to, other than call the police, I expect everybody who has a phone to be responsible to intervene in that fashion. But there's certainly, I can un understand certain people being like, oh my God, this is a scary man and I don't want to go and put myself in between this individual. There's also, it's the train station and it's my understanding that certain times crazy things happen on the train where maybe when somebody started looking, it appeared consensual and it wasn't. I, I would be curious because I haven't personally seen the video. Is it obvious that it is a rape or can somebody be looking at it and believe that it were consensual even if it were a rape? Because before I want to cast any aspersions on the bystanders, I would have to put myself in their shoes and say, hey, one, would I think that there was an issue? And two, like, would I just be in a total state of shock because you're not accustomed to seeing it? So like I said, there's, there's a, a lot of questions that need to be asked before I can just feel like a society as a whole are just doomed because people are just completely selfish and completely just interested, as you say, in social media and not helping their fellow man or woman. You know what I'm saying? No, absolutely. I feel like there's so much more to, I mean, every story that we've spoke on today, but absolutely this story. And I mean, of course, like this is the side of the story that the news has portrayed and that we've seen. But I mean, there are people there there's someone being charged. I feel like there's so many other parts to this story. And I hope to God that the part that we know is not the complete story. And I feel like I, I hope that there's more to it. But from what we've heard is that she had no idea who this man was before sitting close to him on this train. So 
I don't know. And then also we heard that she was completely out of it too. So who knows what's going on? And of course, like even in this horrific situation, we have to let our criminal justice system work and the evidence has to be presented. And you know, this guy that you mentioned, I mean, essentially like he's innocent until proven guilty. So this is definitely something that we're gonna have to follow. And I hope that this cruel, cruel world has not gotten to this point because this is literally some purge type shit. No, I completely agree that that's, and like I said, you never want anybody to have commit this type of heinous act. You, know, you certainly don't want anybody to have lied about a heinous act of this nature. But like I said, it's it's just a sick situation all the way around. And um, it's, like I said, I will keep you guys updated as I hear facts in this case unfold, as they become available to me. I think this is certainly a story that we need to follow because like I said, it's more than simply the isolated event of this potentially sick individual committing an act like this. I think it has a, a message about society as a whole that could be telling and it could really speak to how we need to operate moving forward. But that's all that we have on this particular story. I kind of want pockets. Now, I want to first start off by saying it pains me to say that one of my picks for this week is San Jose State, minus four against UNLV, my alma mater. It breaks my heart. Kansas State, plus one. Virginia Tech, minus three and a half. California, first half, minus four. And those are your college picks that I have for you. Oh, in addition, also Fresno State minus two and a half and NC State minus two. And those are both first half picks. Also for the NFL, I like the Patriots money line. I like um, the Colts 49ers over. And I like the Panthers first half minus two. Again, all apologies to my brother, who's it's his birthday today. I'm picking the Panthers over his Eagles this week. I think it's going to be a very sad birthday weekend for him in that regard. But like I said, happy birthday to my big brother. I love you. And that's all we have for you today. Destiny, tell the people where they can find us. You can find me on Instagram, not your destiny. Larry on Facebook, Larry Sampson. You can comment on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Happy birthday, PD. Thank you guys all for joining us. We will see you next week. All right. Thanks, you guys, for listening. And if you haven't already, please like and subscribe to our podcast. I am Destiny Johnson. I'm Larry Sampson. Thanks for joining us. And remember, we said that shit. And we meant that shit.